0: You're listening to Gold Reaps, an unreleased track from Hair Control, a project by local artists Ryan Bourne and Rebecca Reed. Gold Reaps is a sound collage of singing bowl, synthesizer, cassette bed tracks, vocals, and a 4 a.m. Avian Symphony from last spring. In the artist's words, Orphic echolocation for your ears.
1: This is Ears Have Eyes, a sound art radio program on CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting from the University of Calgary on Treaty 7 Territory in southern Alberta,
0: home to the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Sutina First Nation, the Stony Nakoda, and the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3.
1: We are your hosts, Wayne Garrett
0: and Caitlin Brown.
1: Ears Have Eyes is an auditory exhibition space for sound art on the radio. Every month, artists and musicians respond to a different theme. The theme of today's show is self-titled, Ears Have Eyes, Spatial Conjuring and Ear-Specific Art for the Radio.
0: Participating artists are exploring the spatial aspects of sound to illustrate invisible worlds, Whether creating synesthetic experiences, mapping the relationship between sound, sight, and identity, or using sonic means to create shapes, volumes, or places, these artists are asking,
1: how do we look with our ears and listen with our eyes?
0: Up next, we have a piece by Chris Dadge. Known locally for his work with artists like Lab Coast, Chad Van Galen, and Samantha Savage-Smith, we invited Chris to join us on our first program because of his longtime dedication to noise and sound art through bug incision. The upcoming track is called Singing Rooms and was recorded in and around the Bamps Center in October 2016 and mixed at Childstone Studios in January 2022, especially for this episode of Ears Have Eyes. Singing Rooms is followed by Listen to Black Women, Again, by Jamila Abu Bakari. More about her piece after you hear it.
2: I have to say it. I'm a black woman, black women. I come from a black woman determined fighting black women who war. came from a black woman who came from a black woman. God bless us. And I'm going to give birth to a black woman. And
3: generations of black women, generations of black, generations, of black generations black women of black women.
4: Back to 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 back. And I get it. You know, determined know it's
3: like fighting black women. Why war. is it so
5: hard for people to understand or accept me?
3: You know, and generations of black women have carried a disproportionate burden in the family as they are determined and were determined to keep its integrity intact against the constant onslaught of indignities to which it has been subjected.
4: you get what I mean? So if I say something, I'm saying something for a reason. Like I'm like I'm I got to be the bitter black bitch because I like have something to say. The fact
3: that. I
5: even have to answer these questions. The fact that I have to feel as if I have to prove myself um, because every single part of me is being questioned. As they are determined and were
2: determined.
4: Whenever it comes to our things. I I feel, I feel, I feel. And I feel like
2: so many times black women say stuff and nobody gives a shit, excuse my language, nobody gives a fuck when sometimes black women say something. But somebody of another complexion, somebody of another color, they say something and then it's like,
4: we're taking it to court, you know, and
2: it's time to get serious,
5: you know,
4: and hashtag me too. And it makes me upset. Why is it so hard for people to understand or accept me? But what but I'm saying in general, whenever I have to say anything about anything, then it's like, oh, here go this crazy black bitch, here this da 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 da. That
3: she refused to be treated as less than a human being any longer. So
5: whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar. Cause I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings,
4: and that's really what you're attacking me for. That's really like think about it. You have no other you have no other reason to come at I me. I think people have such a perception of a black woman being so strong that we're just supposed to take anything,
2: anything, anything. At us. and then when we don't, we're weak. Well, no, I'm supposed to get beat down
4: by everybody that comes near me. No, I'll be that. Bitch. I gotta be the bitter black bitch because I like have something to say about it. But at that moment, just to hear that, you don't even know how to react. You
5: don't know if to be like. The fuck you just said to me right what the now? Fuck? But she's
3: also talking about all of the anonymous black women who gave their lives through their
2: participation. I'll be that bitch. If that means that I have to stand for me and I have to show other young women that you should not let people take advantage of you no matter who they are. I don't care if it was a goddamn president. Oh. So yes. I have to say it. So if I say something, I'm
5: saying something for a reason. I have to say it. You know, I can get crucified for saying things like this, but it is the truth. And I know that a lot of people like to cover the sun with one finger and pretend that the issue is not there, but that's what's happening, That because nobody wants to talk about it. It's
2: been happening for years for and years and years and, years, and, and nobody years. is actually being vocal about it. I don't like when people think that somebody is just gonna be saying something just to say it. Paris has been a desperate effort to make a place of dignity for her people. First of all, I love black people. I love my people, you know what I'm saying? We're impeccable. We are impeccable. We're special and the world just is gonna have to deal with that. So whatever you're feeling,
5: take it to the altar because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings.
2: First of all, I love black people. I love my people, you know what I'm saying? I'm- hey, y'all are sweep that shit right under the fucking rug. No, we're just supposed to take anything
5: thrown at us. You know what? Unfortunately, I almost feel that because I've heard it so many times you know, there's this part of me that felt like I don't even want to be mad at you. I, ju- I just feel like I should educate you about it. Like I don't even want to be mad at you because at this point, um, where have you been living under right. a rock? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I can't even be mad at you because kind of like what the
2: hell? You know, you just lazy. No, she depressed.
4: So until y'all motherfuckers are ready to talk about what y'all owe me, whether the number seven trillion or eight trillion or nine trillion. At the very fucking least, y'all owe me the right to my fucking identity and to not exploit that shit. Nobody really talked
5: about it. We kind of just shut up and take it and just sit back. Then no, we're just supposed to take anything
4: thrown at us. No. It's like black, like a, a black woman can like really sit here and say whatever the fuck she feels like without being shot at or like sprayed by a hose or some shit.
5: You know, I can get crucified for saying things like this. We
3: can say without the slightest hesitation that there has never been a single moment. the history of our people in this country when black women were not intensely involved in the resistance struggle my mother's
2: raised me to be an incredible woman and she's a strong incredible example of what to be and how to fight through obstacles in life and i'm sure her mom has also taught her and that's how i'm going to be when i speak of black women i have to and i'm sure
3: her mom has also taught her. Praise my own mother. And when I reflect upon the long and infinitely rich history of struggle that has been written with the sweat and blood of black women.
5: You have to look a certain type of way in order to be pretty. Your hair needs to be straight and
4: silky in order to be pretty. No, it's not cool. It's not cool because that's not how it should be. Well, then that's their problem. That's your problem. You know what I mean? That's your problem. You, you're you picking and choosing. We come in so many shades. I Listen, I'm a creative individual. I have so many shades. You're
5: impeccable. We are impeccable. We're special.
4: Oh my God, you're so
2: pretty for being a black girl. Really? Um... At the end of the day, I don't wish nobody no ill. But I gotta be down for me. If I'm gonna be down for anybody, I've got to be down for me. So
3: Once black women became involved in the fight for the liberation of their people, then half the battle was won.
2: It's over, it's done. But at least anybody else knows I won't be tried. That's the real point of it all. You have to set your boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I have to let people know. Now
4: y'all know. I must admit that I felt very triumphant
3: to be able to speak. Listen, I talk,
4: I talk about so, and it's so funny, because I talk about so many different
3: things. And then of course, when we speak of the involvement of black women in the struggle, black women who said no, they would not allow another one of their sisters to be swallowed up by the racist monster of oppression. that she refused to be treated as less than a human being any longer.
0: You just heard Listen to Black Women Again, the second in a series by artist Jamila Abu-Bakari, featuring the voices of Amara Negra, Rihanna, Angela Davis, Kiki Palmer, Azalea Banks, and Julie Black, found sounds sourced online from interviews and speeches. In the words of the artist, this sonic essay interrogates the listener and their relationship to black women in the hopes that your next exchange with a black woman, whether familiar or famous, will shift towards her liberation. Jamila's work, along with six other artists, can be heard at Two Rivers Gallery in Prince George as part of their current sound art exhibition, The Politics of Sound, investigating the often overlooked role of sound within social relations of power. Even closer to home, you can visit an online sound exhibition curated by Jamila, Oral Alterities at a u r a l a l t e r i t i e s.com. We'll share links to both exhibitions on hibernationproject.ca. Up next is an excerpt from A Monument to Tears by Tunnel, the collaborative project of Jen Reimer and Magnus Tiesenhausen. Recorded in 2016 in the Saddle Ridge Reservoir underneath northeast Calgary, A Monument to Tears is an unedited, unaffected, single-take recording from a 45-minute-long improvised choral performance, a collaboration with a massive concrete chamber in the architecture of the reservoir. The artists are sharing this excerpt in advance of their double LP release on Noise Label Ought Void. Links to this and more on hibernationproject.ca.
6: My mother came about about uh, 10 days ago. I said, I'm going to tell you something, but you have to believe me. You have to believe me, because who are you going to tell mm-hmm. this to? They're going to think you're crackers, right? So I was doing this, but not telling anybody, because they'd put me down in the memory ward. So she said, of course I'll believe you. I said that sometimes I wake up or I'm, uh, and there's somebody standing by my bed. Sometimes at, the, sometimes at the side of my bed, sometimes by the uh, window, sometimes by the door, hmm. sometimes quite close, like the one that was here was really close. Even at Albo Valley a couple times, i will just stand there and I'd scream and Bill would say, you're having a nightmare, because you see somebody standing by your bed, you're going <laughs> to holler. Did you think that it was a ghost? Well, I didn't know what to think. Yeah, what else? But like I said, they never talked, they never touched me. This is the first time I had one here. I was sitting here and she came and she was like down on her knees and she was in colored clothes. But that's the first time I've had somebody not in the bedroom. Although when I woke up last night, there was a big batch of flowers above the grandfather clock it was huge, and they kind of moved across the ceiling, and then disappeared. Even though I know they can't, that they're not gonna hurt me, and that the, whatever they are, still they scare me. So did you ever tell Papa about it? Oh, I told him, but he st- he just said I had a nightmare. And he didn't he didn't ever see anybody because no. he had way worse macular degeneration than you do. But no, he didn't uh, ever say anything. Why do you think that you wouldn't see people that you know or have known? Well, sometimes that's what you really see. Some people um, they don't know that they're dead, and they're still st- staying wherever they were. Yeah. And they have to. They have to learn how to leave. Mm. But. I
0: feel like Papa would know that he was dead, though yeah. probably. <laughs> if you hear someone else say that they're seeing people in their room, do you have any advice for how
6: they should deal with it? Well, first I asked them to get some history. Whether they were set, had been really sick or whether they had low vision like I have or whether they were on a lot of medication. Also not to be afraid because they can't hurt them. Talk to them slowly and uh, nicely tell them to go away. If you just blink a little bit, they'll disappear. But the time you say, go... They're gone.
0: At the time of this recording in 2017, my grandma was 91. She's now 96, sharp as a tack, and has completely lost her vision. According to the National Health Service in the United Kingdom, Charles Bonet syndrome causes a person whose vision has started to deteriorate to see things that aren't real. They may see figures, patterns, or animals. But for some reason most people don't see familiar people or events they themselves have experienced in the past. The NHS stresses that these hallucinations are not caused by mental health or dementia, but failing eyesight. Most people who experience Charles Bonnet syndrome know their visions aren't real. Despite my grandma's poor vision, she saw her most recent ghosty less than a week ago. It was bright, focused, and clear as day.
1: You're listening to CJSW 90.9 FM. This is Ears Have Eyes, a sound art program.
0: Our next piece comes from Sydney-based sound artist Alexandra Spence from her album Waking, She Heard the Fluttering. Released in 2019, the artist describes the album as a kind of home-seeking, using sounds, subjects, places, and processes that surround her as a way to connect herself with the places in which she's been. This is Bodies in Place. You just heard Snow Impromptu, by local composer and audio engineer John Abram. Recorded on Chimney Lake, BC in the 1980s, Snow Impromptu captures the untreated winter sounds of feet over changing surfaces, grass, ice, wood, lake, cabin, deck, and more.
1: We are coming to the end of our first episode of Ears Have Eyes, a new sound art radio program on CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting from Treaty 7. Thank you to this month's artists. In order of appearance, Hair Control, Chris Dadge, Jamila Abubakari, Tunnel, Rosina Skulski, Alexandra Spence, John Abram, and up next, Witte and Noel Beje. Next month, our episode's theme is Wilderness Wildness Beyond Human Soundscapes. For more about these artists, or to submit your own sound-based work, visit hibernationproject.ca and look for the heading, Ears Have Eyes.
0: The next piece comes from Whitico, an Indigenous artist based in Treaty 6. 1879 is a track from brand new self titled album, Wittico, W I H T I K O W, released on February 4th and available on Bandcamp. The album tells the story of the legend of the Wendigo. The segment you're about to hear focuses on the crimes of Swift Runner in 1879. As written by Joey Stormwalker, at first, Swift Runner became haunted by dreams. A Windigo spirit came on him to consume the people around him. The spirit crept through his mind, gradually taking control. Finally, he was Windigo, and Swiftrunner was no longer. Then the Windigo killed and ate Swiftrunner's wife. This piece is followed by our final composition from Mokinsis artist Noel Bejen who shares a field recording of fireworks captured in the distance above the Calgary Stampede. His piece is called A Capture of the Night Airs and Distant Atmospheres that the Sky Sequesters. Thanks for listening to Ears Have Eyes here on CJSW 90.9 FM. This is Wittico.